And good morning. Hey, I'm Ken Walls. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am very, very, very honored to have our guest on today. Her name is Pam Goodwin. I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. Pam, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, I first I want to say a big, big thank you for um, taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to be on the show. Only for you. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm honored like I you know you and I I don't know how long we've known each other a couple years maybe I don't know and and um, we've had some very long and in-depth conversations and one thing I know about you is you are one classy lady and you get stuff done like you just make it happen and I love that about you so you know I'm excited because I know that um, you've hung out with, with, um, the, the lady up in New York. I won't mention her name. I'll let you tell that story. Um, but you've, you, you've, you have surrounded yourself with some amazing people. Let me just say that. And I'm going to let you tell your story, but, um, you know, and it's, I'm sure that has helped make you who you are today and, and, and what you've become. But let's start with, um, Telling everybody, you know, where you were born and, and raised. Hi, well, again, thanks for having me on your show, Ken. I am originally from Omaha, Nebraska, so grew up there. Big Cornhusker football fan, so I'm glad football season's starting here in a few weeks. Yeah. Cornhuskers, they have a new coach, so we're excited about that. So we're looking, hopefully, to be number one again here soon. Wow. So we- University of Nebraska at Lincoln, I actually majored in interior design. Always thought I would be a famous hotel interior designer. And the good thing is, I was the president of our local American Society of Interior Designers student chapter, which I think really helped me get my first job offer at the Marriott Corporation in Bethesda, Maryland. To, to work on hotel design. I ended up turning that job down and stayed in Omaha designing more interior office spaces and did that for about a year before I started to get more into project management, shopping center, leasing type businesses. Wow. So, so you grew up, I, I went through, I tell this story. I don't know if I ever told you this story cause I don't, I'm not sure I knew you were from Nebraska, but I went through Nebraska one time driving to um, from Ohio to Seattle and I took that middle route and it was the longest drive of my entire it, it's like six it's like six or six and a half hours I was just telling somebody about this yesterday it was like six hours driving through that state and there's like cornfields a lot of cornfields and i'm like i remember i stopped the car when i I, was it wyoming that i crossed over into and i looked i looked back at that state and i went what what was that like it was it was crazy so uh anyway it's it's you know it's a big big state when you drive through it horizontally 
Uh, hey, there's Lisa Copeland on here. So, um, so, so, what was it like, though? Um, like for you, one of the things that I, I've, I, I believe is that we all are, um, you know, there's always something, someone, an event, uh, maybe multiple things um, as a child that kind of push us in the direction that we end up becoming as adults. What do you feel like is the biggest influence you had in your life as a child? Wow. I think that's probably where I definitely got my entrepreneurial spirit, probably from the two of them and watching them and learning from them on how to treat, you know, treat people and have your own business and to do that. But definitely learned a lot from them early on from even having my own lemonade stand, you know, at an early age and learning how to make money and sell. I feel like I've been selling for a long time and then delivered newspapers when I was young and I think I made you know you'll hear a lot of people who delivered newspapers yeah yeah From, you know Warren Buffett to, you'll read a lot of people so it was just funny that I actually did that and not too many little girls did that at the time so yeah just a variety of early on childhood from detasseling corn oh jeez So, so as, uh, so you learn work ethic and, and, you know, that I think growing up in, in a community like that, I mean, I grew up in, in a farming type community and, and you just learn work. You got to work like, and work hard, right? <laughs> that there's that, you know, there's really no magical bullet like for, you know, for, for obtaining success. It's just work and work, 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 work and work some more. And right. And so, so, um, with, with, um, with now I, one of the pictures that I, I used to promote this interview was with you and Warren Buffett. Like you guys, like, like you hung out and, and growing up, he, he was, he's over there somewhere. I need you guys like hang out and stuff. <laughs> now hold on your video just froze on us here um you're frozen uh maybe turn your video camera off and back on real quick that might fix it i don't know it's frozen um so so okay there you're back so so you do you know him or was that just like some event that you were at it was actually a event i'm currently now living in dallas texas yeah
I was the real estate broker for the concept Rock and Brews, which is owned partly by the Kiss Kiss Gene Simmons. Yeah. Wow. I was representing the local franchising who owns it here in Texas, and which is part of the big development Nebraska Furniture Mart that Warren Buffett owns. They developed 400 acres, and I was the broker who found Rock and Brews. And so when Nebraska Furniture Mart opened a couple years ago, Warren Buffett was there for the grand opening. Uh. Because I was the broker on the deal, had a VIP access to meet with him, and um, that you know, being from Omaha, that was the first time. Yeah. They meet him and it was great. That is, that is so awesome. That's awesome. And, and so, you know, so let's, let's, I guess, move a little bit forward. So you went to, you went to school, you went to high school, all that in Omaha, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and then you went to college where at the, at the university of Nebraska. Okay. Okay. Did you finish college? I did. Wow. Four and a half years. So. Wow. Several, several years ago when it was easy, when he just called him up, told him he wanted to come to college and didn't do anything else and then drove down and moved into the dorm compared to what you right. going through now with my oldest son heading off to college on Monday now. The paperwork uh. has changed a lot and the price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the price is is a little out of control. So, um, so you went to college in Nebraska, and then after you got out of college, you you what did you start? Where did you start? Like you started, um, I, you said you worked for. Where'd you go to work? I for, I don't know that you said that. Yeah, so I ended up staying in Omaha to work for an office developer. Okay. I was designing interior spaces, commercial law offices, real estate offices, data centers, the interiors for them. Yeah. And that company started building power centers, the first power centers in the late 80s. Okay. In Arizona. Yeah. And I was overseeing at that time more project management, construction design. And then after that, I decided I always liked retail shopping centers. And a good friend of mine, Becky, I'm not sure if she's on, but Becky gave me a chance and I was persistent. I wanted, I always believe in working for the number one top companies in that industry. Yeah. And at the time it was the Han company. They were the largest shopping center developer based out of San Diego. Yeah. And I bugged and bugged Becky. She finally hired me and moved me to Baltimore, Maryland to work on a large four level expansion overseeing or part of seeing the new tenants moving into a brand new Towson Town Center. Yeah. And worked on that project. And then moved to Los Angeles um, to, you know, I actually took a break in Shopping Center and something totally crazy. I auditioned for the American, I don't tell many, too many people, but Amer- American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they were based in New York City in Los Angeles. They were having auditions in D.C., and I said, okay, if I do these two monologues and I make it, that's what I'm supposed to do. And I ended up making the school, decided to go to Los Angeles, drove across country and took the summer program in Pasadena. Wow. It taught me a lot about acting, rejection, never giving up. I, I mean, it was just a great opportunity. And I lived out in Los Angeles for about five years until, and then the earthquake happened. And, and then that got me back. 
Wow. So, so, um, and you, okay, so you, did you stay in Los Angeles after the earthquake? I did. And out of the blue, one of the shopping center developers who owned Northridge Fashion Center was hit pretty hard by the earthquake, asked me to come over there. At the time, I was actually working on Melrose Place in the casting. I, I worked yeah. for the casting director of Melrose Place. Wow. Show if you remember it. And yeah. That was a great show to work on and a great experience. And so, and then after the earthquake, the mall was owned by a company in Dallas. Mm-hmm. They wanted to hire me for a month consulting basis. And it yeah. ended up being about nine months and they moved me to Dallas, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Wow. So I took the move and the guy who moved me is like, you know, okay, I hate to, if, you know, if you want to move, great. If you don't, don't. And, take a chance and I did and um, I've been here 21 years now in Dallas and it was a great move but I still wow. love California I still go back so wow that's awesome yeah we've got a friend of mine on here she's actually been on the show Leilani Moore she lives in in LA she said she just said yes that earthquake was life-changing so um, 1994 <clears throat> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Moved to Dallas with them. Wow. It was a good career change. So always had worked on the landlord's shopping center side. Then I came to that company ended up selling all their shopping centers, and then I ended up going on the tenant side, which I believe if you're working something to go on both sides, so you know. And I went on the tenant side and worked at Brinker International doing property development, developing more than 50 chilies from the ground up. Wow. And then getting on the border for, you know, the country for development on that. And then real quickly, 12 years ago, started my own business developing property here in Texas. Yeah, yeah. And and so, so um, at some point then... Um, you, you got the, um, the bite from the entrepreneur bug and, and you're like, you know, I, I, I don't know if there was like a, a moment where it was like, okay, I can't work for somebody else anymore. I got to do my own thing. Or if it was just, uh, what, what happened? What, what made you make the leap? Yeah. Something more. Yep. Which I write about. There has to be something more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could continue to make really good income and do all that. I need something to But I realized something more was out there and decided to finally take the leap. <coughs> It's okay. <clears throat> so there, you, 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 you okay? <laughs> I lost, I lost you. I don't hear you anymore. <laughs> Did you, oh, you muted it. Sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. Are you all right? Yeah, 
Oh yeah. Well, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can put the camera just on me, and you can mute yourself, and and I'll sing and dance for everybody or something. <laughs> What's that? Do that for a second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, hey, just make sure that you stay with us because I'm telling you, once you hear who this lady is connected to, some of the, the amazing, and I'm talking like humongous celebrities that she knows and she's been mentored by, and just just hang hang in there with us because it's, it's amazing. So, um, okay, let's see. Are, are you back? Are you feeling better? Okay, you're better. You okay? Okay, good. <laughs> good. Um, so, so um, we were talking about the the moment when you decided that you were you were going to become an entrepreneur, and and so you you, you knew there was something more. So you know, working at Brinker and working with some of these landlords and people that own property. I realized once they had a Chili's ground lease and they were able to sell it and then make anywhere from pretty much 700000 plus on one ground lease, one deal. Wow. I said that I could do this. <coughs> wow. Um, so, <laughs> you okay, Pam? it's all right it's all right seriously it's okay um and and so it has happened to me actually right here on air (laughs) so you know that that's life so um you know i know that at some point and and i i don't i don't want to get too far ahead um and you can back me off if we're going too far in advance um, but you, you met or were, you were mentored by or some, um, a very, very famous person in New York city. I can't hear you. You're muted still. <laughs> there you go. So, so yes, I was you still muted. Nope. You're good. I hear you. Yep. From Shark Tank. Yes. And I was writing a book at the time and thought, you know, why don't I just reach out to her to see if she would do my testimonial for my book? And she decided she would. I'm going to have a coughing attack again. Oh, no. <coughs> it's okay. Oh, God. <clears throat> what is going on? It might be the... the air quality in Texas right now or something. I don't know. We're definitely at an ozone day. Oh, wow. So, but I'm in the house, so. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, anyways, I just sent her an email requesting to meet with her. Yeah. And she said yes. Wow. And so, that's a definite lesson. You definitely just have to reach out to people and, and, you know, you'll be surprised that they may meet with you and try to help you. Everybody wants to help people. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to 
fly up to New York and meet at her office for one hour. And it turned out to be a two-hour meeting. She was gracious enough to give me two hours. Oh, wow. And we had so much fun. And we went over three key issues of how she could help me. And it was an unbelievable day. That is so awesome. Like, to to have that time with somebody, is there's somebody there giving you water, isn't there? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my son just brought it in for me. That's so nice. What a good son. <clears throat> so, um, so that's what's in, incredible. Like, you just, again, how many people, and, and I know you see this, I see it, like, I'm sure you've had people, you know, just getting started or people who may be stuck in life reach out to you and ask for mentorship or guidance or help. And and what is it that you think is one of the the number one things that keeps people um stuck? Really just not taking action. I mean everybody always talks about the fear that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, why not? <laughs> and so it's really just picking up the phone, sending the email on someone that you want to, you know, talk to or do business with. Yep. Write up a letter. But people just get stuck really thinking too small and not taking action. All that stuff that you talk about on your show. Yeah. It's just over and over, but it's just taking one small step at a time and not becoming overwhelmed. If I think I have all this to do, nothing gets done unless I look, you know, one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, again, I know you're an – are you okay? You you look like you're ready to have another coffee. <laughs> I think that's better, but I probably look like I've been No. <laughs> I have people cry on the show all the time. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. So, so, um, it's, no, you look great. So, so, yeah, you've got some sun come. It might be the sun making you kind of, I don't know. So, um, so you took action. You went to New York. You met with Barbara Corcoran. She's, by the way, one of my favorite sharks, if not my favorite. I just love her disposition. She's so. I've actually had a conversation with her on Twitter one time, and she kept responding. We were going back and forth in a conversation. She's just amazing. She's absolutely an amazing woman. So, so you went up there, you met with her, you spent a couple of hours, and she helped you through a few things in in what you were doing. But like now, you know, you've written. Books or a book? Um, I have two books out and two. one audio program. Wow, that's incredible. Three and working on the fourth. And there, you you said something to me one time in a conversation, and I, I'm going to bring this up because it blew my mind. I even told my wife, and she's like, "What?" And and I'm like, <clears throat> "And and and I here it is. Do you know what I'm getting ready to talk about? Right?" <laughs> do what? Yeah. 
it's 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 you we were talking about you know your training programs and and the teaching that you do because you do a lot of a lot of seminars and you teach people right um but it was you said to me so boldly and like you wanted to get the point across you said 10 I can teach anybody how to take $5,000 and invest in a commercial real estate deal and flip it and make a lot of money. That's right. I, I paraphrase that. It was something like that. <laughs> Tell me about that. Tell me a little bit more about that. How's that real? How's that even possible? Oh my gosh. But I talk about putting $5,000 down on the actual um, two buildings that one of my partners and I, two buildings down, put it under contract for three months. One building has already been fully leased. The adjacent property next door was vacant and then just did a constant contact blast and had four offers on it from national tenants. Wow. And so getting a national tenant in there with a 10-year lease, depending on the credit of that tenant, yeah. that you can actually flip one building, one property, and make a million-dollar profit. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's happening all, all day long. On a $5,000 investment. Right. So that's what I mean. It will take more once you actually have to go buy the property. Right, right. Wow. You know, twenty five hundred dollar down or so. My goodness. And that's happening all day long in commercial real estate. A lot of people don't realize that that McDonald's or that Starbucks, if they don't own it themselves, there's some investor like myself that owns it and the value is in that tenant lease. That's that's in, that's incredible. And so this is and and you've kind of Along the way, you, you're a real estate investor. You're and and it's primarily commercial, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent commercial. Um, so you're a real estate investor. You're a, a, a. Are you? Do you own some of these properties? Right, we always own them. Oh, you own all of them. Right. Okay, so but I you. Wow. So, but are you, are, are you, do you do any flips at all on these commercial? So depending on where the market is, okay. properties we sold, my last one with my partner just less than a couple of years ago, my business partner, Yeah. we sold because there was just an offer we couldn't refuse because the market was good. Yeah. You know, currently my husband and I, we own an office building with one tenant in it. Wow. And we, you know, we get offers to buy it now. But the nice thing is, you know, I never wanted to take care of, as they say, toilets and termites. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather just have a, a tenant in there. They, they, you know, that's 
what I teach in my classes really is how to have cash flow so that if you need 5000 a month to live off of or 50000 a month to live off, how to have enough real estate that you're, you have that cash flow that you can sit there and go to the beach and that tenant is paying off your debt. I mean, it automatically goes into your bank account. They're paying the common area maintenance, the taxes, the insurance, your debt. And then you have cash flow at the end. And that's how you really build wealth in real estate. And that's what I'm really promoting. You know, people, you know, everybody thinks they have to own real estate or start in real estate. I mean, residential. Yeah. And the goal is really to show you how to buy commercial so you don't have to deal with a lot of those headaches, that residential, those tenants calling you every day because the toilet doesn't work and all that. You don't get that. Right. So and and one of the things you told me, I believe, if memory serves me correctly, is you don't have to be a licensed real estate agent to do commercial real estate. Didn't you tell me that? Right. If you're a principal and you're buying, yeah, you do not need your license, and it's probably better if you don't because of the liability. Ah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And start looking at property to buy. You can go visit. I always highly recommend the economic development director in your local city. They know everything that's happening in town and available property for sale. Wow. You know, a lot of those land or those people will give you owner financing. I mean, there's all kinds of different options. I always tell everybody. The last thing you have to worry about is finding the money for the deal. And that's what everybody always gets stuck on. They tell me, Pam, I don't have any money to buy this. I'm like, for the first 10 years, I never used any of my own money up until the last office building. I've always found a way, as you know, to use other people's money. Yeah. So so a good friend of mine's on here, Rhonda Davis. Um, I can, I'm going to butcher her, her. It's Rhonda Davis. Camaretto, I think Camaretto. I should know that. Um, but she's friends w- with my wife, and and we've known her for years. But she says, please ask her how to register for her seminars to learn more about these investment strategies. Oh, well, good. Hi, Rhonda. Thanks. I I will be having another one in the fall, and I will definitely let you know. I always post it on LinkedIn. It'll okay. probably be sometime in October. Okay. When I'm planning it, and we'll definitely would love to have. I'll probably be doing a webinar this type to, to be more national. I do hold more events here in Dallas. Yeah. And I also have an all day VIP day event. If you want to come all day and spend all day with me on 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 um, learning it, and we actually even go visit a local economic development director, and we also hop in a. I have Cadillac as my sponsor, so I hop in a Cadillac with my group, and we go look at property, and we make phone calls right there, and then it is really a hands-on. Wow. When you leave, you feel pretty confident of, you know, how to go. After that, everybody tells me, Pam, I look at all these properties I never, ever even considered before buying that old (laughs) gas station or that old building, that piece of junk that's insane i want a vip day with you what the heck i want one-on-one i don't want all those other people i'm kidding so 
So, wow, that's incredible. So, like, and and Rhonda says she's going to reach out to you on LinkedIn, but do you have you have a website? PamGoodwin.com um, would be another place to find you. Um, so, so the like, okay. So, are you confident saying that if people come in and and attend your your either your VIP sessions or your 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 seminars or webinars that they will leave there knowing exactly what what they need to do to start investing in commercial real estate? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The next one will probably be two day because it is a lot of information to take in one day. Yeah. So I will be expanding it to two days. But that is exciting. Exactly how to find like the the real estate manager to contact oh. and exactly what they look for and the best apps to use and wow. Them pro form, you know, we go over pro forma. Yeah. So that do a quick analysis to show what type of profit you are going to be making that is insane so so wow i i mean and i did i guess i knew a little bit about that but i didn't realize it was this in depth with you why why haven't i been to dallas yet to hang out with you what the heck i know you need to come <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's 100 degrees now but we'll uh... <laughs> I know you're amazing. So I want to, I want to learn how to invest in, you said that to me the other day too. You're like, you need to learn how to invest in real estate. I'm like, yeah, I do. When are we going to do that? So, um, I, I love that. And there is so much value that, that like for you to sit here and say that you've put $500 down on a commercial building and, and ended up turning a profit on it. Like that's, that's crazy that, that like, that doesn't that doesn't register with most people. They they think I, I mean I sit here and think, is that really possible? Maybe for somebody like her it's possible, but me, yeah. right? Yeah, I'll show you. But I, I just wanted to tell you a quick story of another um, client that I've been working with. A lot of people also ask me how do they get into commercial real estate, and if you have a passion you know, for something. I'm currently working with a lady who is really involved in senior living. There's um, SBA loan out there. Wow. But it's also a great way, because as you know, McDonald's, they're not in the, ham I mean, they are in the hamburger business, but they're actually in the real estate business and they own more than $40 billion worth of commercial real estate. That's really what they're in. So if you're right. you know, an entrepreneur and you're thinking about, you know, go buy a building and put yourself in there and lease it back. And then you can own your own building. And you can buy some of these condos at 100,000 plus for a commercial building and then you can own it and stop, stop paying that lease, that rent out. Wow. Or buy a larger building and lease the other half out, and it'll pay your, you know, it'll pay for both of you, and you can have rent free. There's all kinds of options, but I always believe in everybody should, you know, own some type of commercial real estate. 
That's insane. That's so incredible. I, 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 you're getting me excited about this because my wife, my wife has brought it up to me. You know, we watch Grant Cardone. We follow him, and and he's always talking about go buy a, you know, a hundred unit apartment building. That's a hundred toilets, <laughs> like, at least, right? If it's a two bedroom, holy, or a two bath, you're you're screwed. But like. You know, so I think about that, and I, I know that you know you hire a management company, but but you know, like the the thought of owning a a a strip mall, <laughs> you know, I don't know. My it's funny because my wife was in property management, commercial property management too, um, for a, a group named um, Todman. I think Todman. Have you ever heard of them? I think so. They they own the Beverly Center in Beverly Hills, and she was the I don't know marketing director or something for them for for a while. But um, you know, and so we've always talked about you know, well, we need to invest, we need to look, and and this is exciting. So so what I mean, what was it though? Because you didn't start there; you were an interior designer. What was it that made you go? I need to start investing in commercial real estate. Okay. Seeing the Chili's development, I went to go work at Brinker really because I thought I wanted to own and operate a restaurant. <laughs> a Chili's. Someone to go work for the largest one of the largest restaurant companies in the world. Yeah. I finally realized that the margins are pretty slim, and the development real estate side is much. Right. 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 Wow. So, um, who are some of the other people in your in your along your path in your journey that you've you've been mentored by or, or teamed up with that people might know? Business that are 
are in, in my business, they have a fear of investing and they tell me all day long that they're making all this money for other people. And it's surprising that they don't take the risk themselves. I did have one other female business partner that we develop properties and she's one of my favorites too. So you just have to go, you know, stop learning everything. And even when I teach, I tell people you can learn so much, but you've got to go buy that first property. Yeah. And most of the time you will make money at it. If you, you know, look at the numbers, right. Don't have the fear of everybody has fear of losing money. Nobody, I mean, I always think it's a small percentage that you're really going to lose money on something. Yeah. Not on what I've been, you know, I haven't lost on a deal yet because I'm fairly, you know, really analyze it. Sometimes wow. too much where I've lost deals because I waited too long because as in real estate, time kills deals. Yeah. Are you just going to take action? You got to get a prop, you know, work with a top broker, get a property under contract. Yeah. And, and then find the money. I've always done that. I found the money later on. If I, I just don't want to pass up on a deal that you drive by every day thinking that's, oh gosh, we need a Starbucks in that location. And then you drive by and you're like, oh, Starbucks is there. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that should have been <laughs> Yeah. You know in your neighborhood what is missing. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, from a restaurant to a dentist, doctor, whatever's missing, everybody else is thinking the same thing. Go buy something and convert it and put it in there. Oh my God, that's incredible. My wife is on here. I didn't even know she was on here. She worked for Tob, Tobman, T-A-U-B-M-A-N. She said they they are a REIT. What's a REIT? I don't even know. Real estate investment trust company. Oh, 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 okay. She just said, so awesome. We need to learn from her. So it looks like we're coming to Dallas. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm kidding. But... crazy I mean everything gets recycled so I can guarantee you you're driving by every single day opportunities oh my god so I am excited to to start learning from you for sure um, and and you know I, I want to um, this you know this hasn't been the the, the standard interview but that's okay. Um, we've gotten a lot out and I want to make sure that, that there's, is there anything that you want to, um, share with the audience that I haven't uncovered by asking the right questions? No, I think you've done a good job. I would just really, really like to connect with, you know, on Facebook. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn and provide a lot of information on LinkedIn. You so do. Be there. Yeah. And Yeah, and you're very, very responsive. Very like, I have this. I have this email tracking software that you know tells me when somebody opens my email if they clicked on something and it, you know, all of that. And I'll if I send you an email, it's like within minutes you've opened it. it like, it tells me like, oh wow, she's opened it. So like, um, I I love that about you. Like so. If if somebody came to you right now and 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 I'm going to 
we're going to wrap up here, but if I want to ask you this. I ask this on every interview. If somebody came to you right now and, um, you know, I'm, I, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my life due to some really, really dumb decisions <laughs> that I've made, you know. And, and so I've, I've been faced with electric being shut off, um, not being able to eat having a car repossessed, not knowing, you know, I, I've just been there. And I know that there are millions of people in this world that, that get to that place. So if somebody came to you and they said, Pam, um, you don't know me, but I need some advice or guidance. My electric's getting shut off tomorrow. Can't pay my bills. I'm getting evicted. I'm blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. What would you say to that person? Right. And really how to, how to get out of it. I don't know if that's a really good answer, but, you know, you just have to find something. You have to work. You have to sell something. Right. Sell. You know, we have two sons, just real quickly, 17, 18, and 17. No. Um, he wanted us. I said, you always have to be selling something. I told him to go clean out his room. Put it on eBay. Yeah. And he made close to 400 bucks in about a week. Wow. Like some basketball shoes. I mean, he probably lost money. It was probably, but... <laughs> yeah. You've got to, you know, you have to be selling something. If you're not selling something, you're not doing anything. So I would say to that person, what can you sell? Right. Can you sell your knowledge? Can you sell a product? something in your apartment if you don't have anything you have to have some knowledge that you can sell that people will buy from you and let them know so it comes down to selling i, I think so I, I, I don't make any money as a broker we work completely for free yep. until i sell something right right if i don't sell something i am not making money i am not making money for my family right that's right. I, it all comes down to selling. If you look look behind me, I have. I, I'm trying to do this, but seller be sold. Zig Ziglar's book right there. Of course, my book. Um, but I, I, I mean, it's all it's all about it. It's, it all comes down to that. You've got to learn how to sell. I, I, I've said this on on this show and and in person many times. I started it seven years old, eight years old in the winter time after a snowstorm here in Ohio, I would go door to door and, and sell my snow shoveling services, you know, or, and, and there would be times when, when I would donate my services to a little old lady that didn't have anything or whatever. Um, but you know, and in, in the summertime I sold, I, I, I remember I pulled a lawnmower behind my bicycle and I would go door to door selling lawn mowing services. <laughs> I really, I'd knock on anybody's door. I didn't care, you know? And, and I remember that thing. I'd stop my bicycle and that lawnmower keep going. I'd have to reach back and stop it from hitting me in the back. And like, you know, you've got to sell, you got to learn how to get out there and make it happen. Yeah, hold it up there. Hold it up so we can see it. 
Yeah. yeah. Some of these were just basic ones from really five years old selling lemonade. Yeah. Way to now having my own business for Lift it up a little bit so we can see the whole thing. There you go. You know, for now, 12 years having my own business. Wow. Uh, yeah. Having my own business for 12 years, usually my other jobs would last two or three years because I would get completely bored. Yeah. First time I've ever had a job last 12 years, and I can't wait until Monday morning. So. Wow. You know, but yeah, I know. Like you said, I love that story. You know, you have to be selling something, and if you sell your knowledge, you know, people will pay good money for that. True story. Who's Ron Goodwin? I don't know. Oh, there's a Ron Goodwin on here saying hi. I thought maybe you were related. Um, so, so I, I agree with you. Selling is the it's the you know Zig Ziglar um, had a saying, and and I remember him saying you sh you got to be proud to be a salesperson. And he said, you know, if, if every salesperson in the world took, took the day off or went on strike, the wheels of industry would come to a screeching halt. <laughs> right? Like you gotta learn how to sell. You got, you just gotta learn how to sell. And, and so you've done a fantastic job selling yourself and selling, you know, everything you're doing. So I'm very, very grateful that you took the time to come on. I'm sorry that you had the little, little hiccup. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, everybody needs to follow you. Everybody that, that is interested in learning how to, um, invest in commercial real estate with very, very little minimal amount of money out of pocket. They need to come and see you or talk to you, but like, it's that, it's that simple. So, um, Pam, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Is is key to any business and especially in real estate. It, they may not be selling next month, but they may be selling next year when they're finally ready to retire. Yeah. Something happens on change, so you just have to, you know, keep keep following up with whatever you do in business. That's it. Gosh, that's so that's so true. And I think about that like I I've made a lot of money just cuz I won't stop following up. I, I saw, I, I think it was Grant or somebody, somebody that works for Grant Cardone said, uh, said, Hey, I'm going to keep following up till either you buy or one of us dies. <laughs> I, it's true. It's true. So Good. I love that. I love that. There's nothing more important. There's just phone calls. Yeah. Stop sending emails. Make a phone call. If, if, if it, your email is more than 10 words, you need to, you need to make that phone call. You get so much more information. It's true. It's true. And while I can't get through to, to Pam, Pam's assistant, if you're nice to her, will probably give you a lot of information, right? But you got to know how to, you got to learn how to sell. You got to skill up, you know, that's read the, the Grant Cardone and Zig Ziglar books and, and read Pam's book. Get, go get, I think I have your book somewhere. 
You held that up, and I'm like, I know I have it. Is it on Kindle? Did I buy it? How did I get you? Here, let me put it full screen on you. There we go. I didn't know you had that one. When did that come out? This was about three years ago. I put together with 17 other women in commercial real estate from the director of real estate to the container store. Oh, my God. To my friend who specializes in luxury real estate to attorneys to... Um, that's a really good book. That's a best, that was the bestseller. So. Wow. Okay. Well, I need to get your books. I, I know I have... I, I have the lemonade one. Is this it? There it is. <laughs> Hold on. There, I have it. Boom. Look at that. Woo. I knew I had it. Yeah, I bought this. I got it on Amazon. So um, I'm going to read that. Gosh, see, I, I get, I have some, do you see all my books over here? It's insane. I have people send me books and I, I just, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, um, Anywho, I really am grateful that you took the time to be on the show. Um, and, and, you know, everybody go follow Pam because she is, if you can't tell, she's an amazing, amazing lady. And Pam, you're just so helpful. Like, I, I've called you before and had a, a question about something. You just like, you know, you didn't ask me for money. You just said, yeah, you just got to blah, blah, blah. And that's it. So, you know, you're an amazing lady. You have a lot of class. You've you've helped me connect with some amazing people also. And I'm very, very grateful for your friendship. And, and your mentorship is coming up too. So. <laughs> Thank you. I, I really enjoy being on your show and with my coughing spell. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe here in a few months we can have another um, have you on again and have a follow up and see how things are going because I'm sure you're working some big, big things right now and I, I'd love to um, help you promote any any like seminars or anything you're going to do because I think it's pretty important for long long term. People got to start planning long term stuff, right? And I think you can help with that. Right. If I could do one plug in, that would be great. Yeah. What what's it what's the name of it again? Think Realty T H I N K. I'm gonna Realty.com. They have some excellent um, coaches on there, and you can join as a free membership. And they have some valuable information on real estate. So it's it's think like T H I like thinking right? Think Realty.com. Okay, I got the web address up on, on the screen right now. And I'll be in Atlanta speaking at that event oh. for 45 minutes on my commercial real estate presentation with three or four other of the Think Realty coaches on Sunday. Nice. It's, it's an outstanding conference to go to in Atlanta at the Westin. Nice. Well, that's not very far from me at all, actually. Oh, at, no. Atlanta. Oh, no. Yeah. They yeah. Wow. It's, it's a really, really good group to come. And then you, I, I would love to meet some of their viewers. Yeah. 
Well, everybody, make sure you go go send. I don't know if you're maxed out on your friends or not, but um, you know, send send Pam a friend request. Follow her on LinkedIn. She is very active on LinkedIn. She's not kidding. Um, so, and you do a lot of video stuff too. I love that. So, listen. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who shared this on Facebook and the likes and the loves and. And uh, a few, we even got some laughing cry faces. I like it when we get the laughing cry faces. <laughs> that means we did our job. We made somebody laugh today. So um, listen, thank you all. I appreciate all of you. Pam, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being on here today. You're amazing. Thank you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.